Good evening. We are TCS Sport. We are back again with another podcast predicting this weekend's action. But before we get into it, good evening to you. Hello again. Hello, everyone who's listening. That is the voice of my brother, Stephen. I am Ben. I thought I'd try a little bit of a different introduction so you don't just hear the same thing every time, but... Welcome to TCF Sports. Welcome to TCF Sports, exactly. Maybe we should get like a proper, welcome to TCF Sports and proper... TCF Sports is brought to you by no one. Yeah, not yet. Maybe, hopefully, in like, give me about a year of constant, constant work. And we'll get there. We'll get there. That's the dream. Let's just go. Let's go straight into it. Predictions for this weekend's action because I can't wait for the Premier League to be back. I can't say it's back. Saturday, 12.30pm, kicking off in North London at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham Wolves, what you got? I have gone for Spurs 2-0. 2-0, pretty relatively comfortable. You see that one? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Wolves do upset them because it's uh, early kickoff, isn't it? As, as we said, the early, the early kickoffs always throw, throw some games out there, don't they? Except last week when we uh, predicted Villa Everton 2-1. We both got that bang on, although that was partly because of Two goals in about three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> which gave and us three points. It, it could have been. Three it could have been very different, though, couldn't it? Yeah, it should, like, should have been different with the chances. Ever could have been two two. Yeah, Tottenham Wolves. Yeah, I mean, Wolves turned them over there last season two 0 and that was when Tottenham were going through a difficult patch under Conte, and Conte was sort of making noises that he wasn't going to be there. Yeah. I think they lost about four and five. That might have been that run. It'll be interesting to see the reaction from the Chelsea game because, as we discussed on the uh, match week review. They didn't really turn up, and no. they were lucky to get the point. And they've had um, a bit of flack in the media, I guess, yeah. about that because people. Um, so they need to bounce. They up. need to bounce back. Yeah, big time. Uh, but they, for me, anything less than the win is a poor result. And that would only confirm. Even though Wolves are defensively solid, yeah. as we've discussed before, they even they create chances, but they just can't stick it in. If, the, if in you the want net. to be finishing top four, then you have to go out and beat Wolves comfortably. For me, well, so. if you want to be challenging for the league, which is what they apparently aspiring to. Yeah, come off it, man. Not no, no. Nah. Well, not when you drop sixty million on Richardson. Yeah, but apparently he came on against Chelsea and made such a difference. But yeah, Wolves, like I said, they've got to be defensively solid. But it's, I don't see them taking their chances. It with, and when they do come so for me 3-0 Tottenham my prediction fair yeah. enough Palace Aston Villa I was I'm in an hour in uh, I've gone 1-1 you see I was tempted to do that I've actually gone 2-0 Palace and that's because even though we praised Villa in the last podcast and that Villa looked a bit more potent starting Ings and Watkins up top I still wasn't overly enamoured by their performance I think Palace Second home game, obviously got a point on the board now. Won't be as tense because there's always that feeling of tension yeah. when they have no points. If they lost their first two yeah. games. And I yeah. think they're just going to go out, play with a bit of freedom. Obviously, Eze played really well against Liverpool. Zaha got a goal, even though he should have scored a couple more. And to me, Villa didn't impress me that much against Everton. So Fair enough. Yeah. Palace, Palace can just be infuriating because you think they should win, uh, as you've put. And then they sort of sometimes struggle to find the back of the net. They, they can go one way. They can either they can either have a load of chances and not score or they'll completely obliterate them. There'll be no yeah. two ways about it. Yeah. But I think after their last away loss, I think uh, Gerard will want them to be a little bit more solid. Uh, I, Palace are always prone. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Gaeta this season. Like, even watching him today. You said before... I remember one of the first podcasts that you did that you thought he was all right because I said Sam Johnson coming in. Yeah, I said I, straight away I, Sam Johnson yeah, should be I, the number one. I used to think I, 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 from what I saw a match today, like he would look like a good shot stopper. And 
He just oh, he looks suspect. Yeah, he's... he looks really suspect. There was one Slippy today hands, in man. the first half. I think it was Harvey had ahead of it, and he should have just caught it. He tried to parry it down, and the centre half had to kick it out for a corner. Yeah. And he was having a go at the centre half. I just. I just couldn't get like wrap my head around suspect, it. I mean, you said before, obviously, the Arsenal Palace game that you think thought you should have done better with, with Martinelli's Martin goal, yeah, because it wasn't a that powerful but, a header. No, I said, this, I said the same about Gray. So last season, I just thought looked a bit, a little bit weak because they even brought in Butland for yeah. a few games. Well, when he yeah. first came in, he did look strong, didn't he, Gray? Mm. But I, yeah. I think he's suspects, and I think he's uh, going the way of Jordan Pickford, where he's got an error in him. Yeah, I mean, Pickford always seems to have that. Final word on this one because you talked about Palace that UK can be so infuriating mm. maybe because they don't have that out and out centre forward or the centre forward arguably they want of the highest quality that's the difference for me with Villa and why it wouldn't surprise me if this result went the other way Yeah, Watkins and Ings Villa don't have to play well but with those two you yeah. know that if they get a chance or they get a couple of chances they will stick it away well, he, he better play Watkins didn't he well, um, I don't see how that would change that would be a good matchup against uh, Gahey who by the way had a really good game against yeah. Liverpool and and, uh, and Mitchell Mitchell as well yeah and obviously Anderson yeah. dealing with Ings as well so. um, and Ings if I, I could be wrong he's normally better at home than he is away from home though isn't he yeah he's much of a much like He's normally one still in three, decent. isn't he? Yeah, he's still decent. So, always rated Danny Ings. But that's, that's one of those that can go either way. Yep. Uh, so I've gone down the middle and gone for a draw. I was tempted to do the same, but I've gone Tuna Palace. I've hedged, hedged my bets on Palace. So, Everton, Nottingham Forest. Third game of the weekend. To me, this is more important for Everton than Forest because Forest picked up three points at West Ham. Obviously, it would be good to take points off Everton who arguably are going to be down there with them this season, as we yeah. both predicted. But Everton, is it too early to say it's a must-win? No, these are these are the games you'd be looking at before the start of the season, going down, right, that's why we need three points, that's why we need three points, that's where we just need to make sure we don't lose by a massive amount, that's where we need to take a minimum of a point, and this one, it'll need to be three points. Yep. Um, and I think they can do it. If they played where they played in the final 20 minutes against Villa... Uh, they should be okay. What's your prediction? I didn't even ask. We sort of went start off sidetrack. I know. My prediction is uh, the same as yours. I've actually gone for 1-0. 1-0 Everton, yeah. Because I do think Everton will be the better team. But again, it comes back to the same problem of I don't see them scoring more than one goal because mm. they don't have that centre forward, especially why Calvert-Lewin's injured. They will be more solid because I thought they looked okay defensively uh, with the new signings coming in Cody as well and Tarkovsky playing against, uh, alongside each other at the weekend against Villa even though they conceded two but I I do think that this is a must-win game for them so it's going to be interesting Will it be in a home game as well? Everton needs to be making home games like Forest do with theirs you know make it a exactly. hostile atmosphere which they were they doing will, They will do oh, Yeah, Talking um, of Forest's home game that atmosphere at the weekend was different class but Everton you know they're going to do exactly the same because yeah. they did towards the end of last season and they're all behind Frank Lampard it seems Fulham-Brentford, your predictions? 2-1 uh, Fulham. 2-1 Fulham, oh, you're back in, back in Fulham against Brentford. Yeah. Oh, how comes? Brentford will still be partying from their 4-0 win. <laughs> uh, I've, I've read that they do that after every match, apparently. You go around so the Every stadium. match that they win. Every match they win. In the home stadium. Oh, least, fair enough. Anyway. Okay, I think it's quite nice because it builds a genuine, like, yeah. all the fans stay. It builds, it's like after every win... It's an event. Yeah, because I, I, I got to be honest, I wasn't aware of that because when I saw them celebrating, I was like, right, okay. No, I know you've been, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I just think it's it's one of those where you've just had a really good result against United uh, and you'll go away now from home and drop points. 
Well, we said the same about Brighton, albeit they played United away and they had put in a really good performance against Newcastle. Yeah. So but they still dropped points, though. Yeah, still dropped points. Arguably should have won that one. But I mean, I've gone Fulham one, Brentford one. But didn't finish it off, did they? Didn't score. Same no, old problems. No, yeah. We'll come on to Brighton because uh, you went 1 1. Later. Yeah, I went 1 1 just because Fulham, I mean, that'd be the third draw, but. I don't want to go against Brentford because I think they're a very solid outfit at the moment at least. Anyway, it depends so. how they start because if they start how they start against Leicester... Um, yeah, that's a good point. Then, they got paid off the park by Leicester yeah. until Thomas Frank changed. And I know Ben Mee scored at, at the weekend but that, that man is suspect. <laughs> how is he a Premier League player? He's getting on a bit. I mean, he was solid for Burnley but he'd been at Burnley for about 11 years, I think. Yeah. I mean, the guy must be in his 30s, surely. But, I don't get I'm surprised he didn't go to Everton or Tarkovsky and... Uh, McNeil. McNeil. we're getting the gang back together <laughs> that's what that one would be wouldn't it yeah it would be well then Everton would be sure for the drop but... be like, do you remember when they, uh, Harry Redknapp always used to sign Crenshaw and Ferg yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. and Peter Crouch oh, I love it Peter it's Harry no it's not for it's not for a gambling uh, gambling advert <laughs> <laughs> Crenshaw was, I mean all three of those were decent Crenshaw was class he was quality yeah, he, he went to Spurs yeah I don't, I don't even know what happened to him after Portsmouth or Tottenham he just sort of disappeared I think he went to Rangers and then he disappeared after yeah. that but. age catches up with us all yeah yeah. Leicester Southampton your views uh, we've gone for the same score again I've gone for 3-0 wow I mean that doesn't surprise me because Southampton again Ralph Hudson too tall is going to be bang under pressure mm. well he's bang under pressure already and I don't rate Southampton this season I didn't rate them last season they sort of proved me wrong even though they fell away at the end of the year, but I had them to go down last season. This season, I said they finished top of that like mini league that we yeah. put about fourteenth. Already, I'm starting to doubt that because they weren't good against Leeds until we changed it. Credit to Hassan Hutton mm-hmm. for changing it, but Leicester, if they play anywhere near the way that they had, they did first sixty minutes against Brentford. Played all right against us. Yeah, they played some tidy football. Yeah, they weren't poor, were they? No, they weren't. They weren't exactly. played off the park. They just. Couple of errors as well, and Arsenal are just a better team on the day. Yeah, and fundamentally, Leicester are better than Southampton to me. Yeah, they're starting eleven, so I think it's going to be yeah. pretty comprehensive. I didn't go for nine nil. I didn't think it'd be nine. <laughs> it's funny that same season, I think obviously because Leicester beat Southampton nine nil at St Mary's, and I think Southampton turned Leicester over two one at the uh, King Power, yeah. which is crazy, yeah. isn't it? It's crazy how football works. Mental. Bournemouth Arsenal. Uh, I have gone three nil Arsenal. Three nil. Yeah. See, I was tempted. I was close in that scoreline, but I've gone two nil. I mean, the main one for me, I think Bournemouth are going to start pretty sharp, just because they won the first home game. Obviously, the game against City, they weren't really expected to do anything. Uh, City was a what would you call it? A fitness exercise. Yeah, but training, training game, yeah. attack, beat defense. Yeah. But I think they're going to come out. Obviously, half five Saturday, uh, Saturday evening, crowd's mm. going to be bang up for it. I also think. They're going to target Ben White with Keith yeah. Moore sticking on those long balls because Ben White, to me, has already proved a bit suspect in the two games that we've played so far. Arguably, the goal, Leicester's first goal at the weekend, Ben White, it was Ben White's fault for me because he didn't see where James Justin was. He was looking mm. at ball, ball watching. Obviously, James Justin, free head and Slim puts it into his own goal. So I think if they put target Ben White with Keith Moore, they'll get a bit of joy there, but I still think it'll be too strong. Yeah, but then you've got to have runners running off of Kiefer Moore as well, haven't you? True. So, yeah. and the only one they'll have for that is Dominic Solanke. And I think Saliba, he managed to deal all right with Mbappe. So, Mbappe. touch, oh, yeah. touch yeah. wood yeah. when he was on loan, obviously. Mateta. <laughs> touch, <laughs> touch wood, that, he should be okay that. against uh, a poor man's... Uh, Patrick Bamford. 
<laughs> he's injured again that bloke uh, I'd like to say I feel sorry for him but okay. Leeds Chelsea so I've actually gone Leeds 2-1 wow you're back in Leeds I know Tim Patrick Benford you're back in Leeds yeah I know God well, I've gone against them for the last two games so maybe they'll lose this one <laughs> start getting that relegation on on, on the uh, on the way <laughs> Um Purely, purely because Chelsea, I just don't see where their goals are going to come from. You don't rate Chelsea much at all at the moment, do you? I just, well, like, they created so many chances and didn't score against Spurs. But it being an away game, Sunday, there's going to be a shock somewhere, isn't there? Not everyone that you think is going to win. So like we said about Spurs-Wolves, we've obviously gone for Spurs. That might be the one where there's one. I don't um, see that one, to be fair. No, I just think Leeds at home, he's actually they actually look quite solid. He'll be pretty annoyed that they chucked two a 2-0 lead away yeah. with only 20 minutes or so to go. Um, and you know Ellen Road, like the crowd are going to get behind yeah. them. And they, but they all do, don't they? Sort of the Midlands and the North, they really get yeah. behind the teams really and make passionate. it a hostile atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we struggled there, was it a couple of seasons ago where we drew? Last season we beat them, didn't we? I think the season before we struggled there under Bielsa's first season. Yeah, but that obviously, because that was during COVID because Pepe got sent off, we drew 0-0. Arguably Saka should have scored, but yeah. so there were no fans in the crowd, but I mean, they played us off the park for about... Yeah the whole game yeah. and the chances they had I think we had Leno to think that day but we still could have won and nicked it because Saka but I've gone 2-0 Chelsea just because I mean I've been impressed with Leeds so far and actually a quick question on Leeds the first two games of the season again I know it's only two games but having watched them four points decent return does that make you change your prediction or say they're more likely to stay up than you thought going into no. the season it's a marathon not a sprint when it when it starts going downhill when Aronson starts getting found out because he's always got his pace, um, you know, around... injured as well. Could go downhill already. They're missing their striker. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, Rodrigo! Yeah. Three now, isn't it? Three and two. Hey, but that second, because Pascal Strike's header was going in, wasn't it? And if Rodrigo had been offside, I would well, have been... Do you know, we actually didn't discuss... We didn't discuss it um, in the Leeds Southampton one. For me... It might be because of the amount of replays or lack of replays they show, but Lorente looked like he fouled the Southampton player when he was through on goal at 0-0. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think VAR looks at it. Or no, I don't remember so, that one, so can't um, comment. It looked, yeah, it looked, I mean, I could, it could be my old eyes, but it looked like, it looked like he got the player first and then the ball. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you say old eyes, you thought Benton could have won the ball against um, Havertz, which he did. I, I still fundamentally You need to look that on Twitter, he did, because I, <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it until I saw it on Twitter where it was zoomed in. Yeah, zoomed like, in with all these different camera angles. Yeah, yeah he got a toe on the ball. I, trust me, it kills me to say the Spurs guy shouldn't have been... Uh, shouldn't have got a free kick against him all that sort of thing but he, he got the ball it was a good, yeah. t- good I mean, uh, there was still about a minute after that before they scored and Jorginho if he's playing, trying to play in his own box again like that then they'll concede goals again yeah, but I've actually gone like I said clear your lines exactly Chelsea 2-0 I just think beat them there comfortably towards the end of last season they look good against Tottenham I know the same problem of they can't they, they miss a centre forward mm-hmm. but I just think they'll be better than Leeds this weekend fair enough West Ham Brighton uh, so I've gone West Ham 2-0 to pick up their first points of the season. To pick up their first points of the season. Yeah. And I think to beat Brighton for the first time in the Premier League. Because yeah. they have an awful record against Brighton. Records are there to be broken. Yeah, true, true. Coming back to records, you know you sent me at the start of the week that Salah hasn't, didn't, has never scored in game week two. Yeah. Bloody should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but records are there to, to be, be broken. broken. Yeah, we so, still haven't broken that record. He'll score a hat-trick against United again. Well, that's why I kept him in purely for United yeah. but before we come on to that one 
yeah, thoughts, my own thoughts. Like I said, West Ham, awful record against Brighton. But, I mean, I've gone one all. Wasn't uh, they're that... evenly matched to me. They are very evenly matched. Yeah. So it's it's another tight one. Almost like Palace Villa, we're opposite, where obviously you went one all for that and I went 2-0. Mm. Roles reversed. But be interesting to see if Brighton do go ahead, what the reaction is inside the London Stadium. Because Yeah, if they get behind them or if it gets spiky. Yeah, like I don't understand why they would get spiky. Like though. I say, but with the Forest, they were creating chances. That's unlike they hit the bar twice, yeah, didn't they? they like the really underside unlucky. of the bar and yeah, on the line. Yeah. Like... So. It's just got. Remember where you were like a few seasons ago when you sort of almost got well, relegated. Yeah, like, like you have been relegated a couple of times in a row, weren't you? Like came back, got got relegated again. Yeah, like, yeah. So you you need a bit of stability, which you've got under Moyes. Like, relax. Yeah. We shall see when it comes to that one. Newcastle City, because to me, this one is very interesting because this is City's toughest test so far. You know, yeah. St James's Park is going to be raucous behind Newcastle. Yeah. Are we the lads? What you got? Uh, I have gone three-one City. Three-one City. So I think I think City will concede their first goal here. Probably a Kieran Trippier free kick because Edison's not very good in the corners. <laughs> um, but I still think uh, City won't panic and they'll have too much for them. City never panic. City, no. yeah, and like you can't deny their quality. And Harlan's hurt because he only had eight touches, so he'll be like, right, prove them wrong. I reckon for about two solid days in training as well that. He would have got Phil Foden and he would have just got him to square the ball about a hundred times <laughs> each day. He just, yeah. Phil, look up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Phil. I'm very Phil. That's this Saturday as well, talking to the old boxing. You're yeah, sick. I know. Josh, are you watching that one? Uh, no, because uh, Sky make you pay... It's £26 or something ridiculous. £26 after you're paying a subscription pound, yeah. for 12 minutes of boxing if he knocks him out. Joshua Rusick who you got Joshua. talking Ooh. of predictions see uh, Joshua needs to go back to his early days where he'd just go and absolutely batter him yep. he got too much in his head about oh you're not a boxer etc et who, who was the New Zealand bloke who he outboxed uh, Parker yeah. Um, yeah too much in his head about that and ever since then he's tried to be a boxer I was saying to someone I was working with today it doesn't matter like, if you're going to be world champion it doesn't matter how long you go unbeaten for. If 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 their argument is, oh, well, you just used to go and batter the crap out of him and knock him out. Yeah, so what? Done. Exactly. Like, it's whether he can. I mean, because for me, that was Usyk's first step up to heavyweight, and he's won it first time of asking. He made like, Joshua look silly yeah. that night as well. Which I mean, you can't deny Usyk's quality because Usyk is a better boxer. Yeah. So I completely agree that he's Joshua blowing. Boxer, he's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> that was against old Claire Baldwin, wasn't it? Pavetkin. Pavetkin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> knocked out Dillian White? Don't boo him. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're booing me, Tony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eddie Hearn. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Hearn presents. Yeah. Uh, It'd be an interesting fight, though. I still think, I mean, Usyk, mustard, different gear. Joshua's got to come out and just absolutely smash him to but bits for the first six rounds or whatever it is. Doesn't have, is it whether he can lay a glove on mm. Usyk, though, like you're saying? Cause well, I think he can, because he did, because both their faces were, were messed up after yeah. the fight. Because Joshua had to go for it, because he knew he was losing on points. Yeah. And it, but even that's why he got caught a couple of times yeah, as well. Usyk nearly knocked him out as yeah. well, but we shall see. So, Going back to Newcastle City... One. My prediction, 2-1 City, because I agree with you that I think Newcastle will provide them with a tough test. And again, first 30 minutes, I think, with the crowd behind them, they've got to put City under the most pressure they've experienced so far. But you can't deny the quality of De Bruyne and Haaland, yeah. Foden, whoever's planned, but mainly yeah. De Bruyne and Haaland. Quality shines through. So 2-1. United-Liverpool. 
I actually went you're looking for that reaction that United reaction mm-hmm. where's it coming yeah so uh, so Man United I think will sneak a 1-0 sneak a 1-0 yeah, yeah. jog on yeah no I <laughs> I went Liverpool 5-0 repeat of last season <laughs> <laughs> see I've gone 4-0 you see the mad thing is in these games in the past like the analysis before has always said it doesn't matter the golfing class between the two sides like when it comes to that crowd at Old Trafford or at Anfield if when it's been the other way around they're always tight games. I don't see that. It didn't happen last season. No. And I don't see it happening this season. We we spoke on the other podcast about Alexander-Arnold's range of passing. Salah will need to be scoring a couple of goals. You know he's going to score. He, he will. Against United. I know. And I just, the way they, you could park a jumbo jet in the space they leave between their centre-halves and just, even like the fourth goal for Burnley, it was one long ball up to Tony. One, Brentford. one of a uh, Brentford, sorry, apparently yeah. they wish uh, one <laughs> one long ball up to Tony. It's because of been me. Uh, <laughs> one one great pass from Tony and Shaw was beaten. Yeah, like and it was Can't it was those running stats. that that easy. Yeah. I mean, the only stat that made me laugh though was pressures in the final oh, third. Man, what that was that? About? Yeah, I get the, the Spurs fans are like, oh, <laughs> pressures. Yeah, we've we got win at that every year. We're good yeah. at the pressures. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, because talking about like the crowd getting behind the teams and that and it can sort of negate the difference the in class between the two sides that Old Trafford will be toxic not against Ten Hag because they no. don't blame Ten Hag yeah. and rightfully so well they can't he's really said, no because like, it's been their two games I mean don't get me wrong he, he does he does set the he does set the layout of where it is and he's got an idea of what he wants to do but it's with players that are awful though, exactly yeah. and the the fans are going to both turn against the players and I mean they're probably already planning all the, the owners the protests against the owners well, apparently so. they're, they're, they're planning a mass walkout although yeah. someone I was working with today said it's not a mass walkout they're planning they're planning a mass pitch invasion well they might try and get cancelled again which would be you stupid know, a few seasons ago when the European Super League that news came out and then United and Liverpool were due to play each other next weekend so the United fans just sort of stormed the pitch <laughs> and got the game cancelled uh, which is why that had to be replayed at a later point and Liverpool beat him 4-2 that year. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you'd like to... Well, but if if people sort of got rumours that that might be going on, then you'd like to think that it get extra security in, wouldn't you? Yeah. To just block the pitch completely. Yeah. But, I mean... Or, yeah. if if it's going to be that bad, play it behind closed doors then. Yeah. Which is a shame because the, the fans that want to be there and go there, they miss out. But, yeah, I think just stick to if they're going to protest, do the mass walkout again. Well, me, I mean, you and I had the had a discussion um, about when Veng was getting near the end of his tenure. For me, don't do a walkout; just make the stadium empty. Buy no, a ticket no, and no, stand no. on the outside of the stadium. You always said the owners will take notice when fans vote with their feet, and I will never forget. So that season, I think that got announced that it'd be Veng would be leaving. We played City at home when City got a hundred points. Stadium was half empty. Yeah. We got played off the park 3-0, which is fair enough, but it'd been a sort of accumulation of previous performances that were poor, so that's why the stadium was half yeah. empty. And after that, obviously the decision was yeah. announced soon after, so I completely agree. Vote with your feet. The reason that happens as well, though, is because you've got all the sponsors and the worldwide sponsorship and all the TV viewing as well. They don't want to see an empty stadium. It's embarrassing as well. The boardroom do not want an empty no. stadium. Not for no. all your sponsors because it loses you all that money. Yep. It's, it's not so much the tickets or the money from match day fans. It's all the other stuff. Yep. But this is what people people are too afraid. It's that, that fear of missing out. But if you want if you want to see proper change, exactly. And they want like, they want a complete overhaul of yeah. board and owners. So they have to for, do it for me. 
that 90,000 fans, I would just be stood outside the stadium for the whole game, yeah. singing songs. And we love you, Gixie. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Not just once. Do it for every game until you get what yeah. you want. I mean, the owners, it might take years, but I mean, they, you they have to go for it if you to, want big change. To be fair, there'd never be a bigger game than Liverpool at home to do exactly. it because of their rivalry. Monday Night Football, it's obviously always billed as one of the biggest games in the season. Yeah. Two biggest clubs in England, so yeah. Whether that will happen or not, who knows? We shall see on Monday night. Either way, Liverpool four 0 for me. Liverpool five 0 for you. Yeah. That covers our predictions. Thank you very much for listening. As ever, get your predictions in on social media. Please comment on all the posts, all the videos that are going out. Like and follow, share and subscribe. We love hearing everyone's opinions. You can also laugh at our predictions because we've already proven over the first two weekends that we're going to get a lot wrong this season. But if we got everything right, it would be boring. But thank you very much for listening. You shall hear us on the next one. Thank you. Goodbye.